This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash stuff podcast and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash stuff podcast. Welcome to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk about all things Star Wars. My name is James. My name is David Palpatine. And <laughs> somebody said uh, on somebody wrote us, and they were like, "You should, y'all should have different names each yeah. each week." But I, I'm not. I'm going to have a different name each week. All right, I so, can guarantee it. <laughs> so he's Palpatine. I'm just James. Uh, Joseph couldn't be here today, unfortunately, um, but he will be back soon. We are all hoping. Um, so before we start today's episode, um, David, actually, if you're watching us on YouTube, David bought me the new Star Wars playing cards. There they are. And they look really, really cool. And I'm actually about to open it for the first time. I took the cellophane wrapping off before we started this. I know you didn't want to have to hear all that. And go ahead and talk about this while I open. So yeah, I saw this ad a while back for these really cool playing cards poker cards and they have designs for uh the jack queen king ace the jokers star wars characters and it was done like in a kind of a classy way they're from theory 11 i I bought a couple sets here some to give away for our uh, patreon members but i saw them and then i never saw the ad again until recently and i was like man i gotta jump on this and i bought several sets uh some for podcasters and some for uh at least one deck for our patreon members oh that's so cool okay so the back if you're looking at us on if you if you're listening to us on a podcast just go to go to youtube and you'll see our video right now <laughs> yeah watch us on youtube watch, watch subscribe like yeah watch subscribe and like so on the on the back you see it looks like r2d2 design there and it looks like he's going through okay it's like r2d2 x-wing Jedi Imperial. there's a lot going on back here i just realized and then the top is the uh the falcon going into hyperspace and then so the cards, Joker. Oh my gosh! So yeah, these are. But yeah, they were designed. Co- I think co-designed by J.J. Abrams. So he's a really good card fan. Really? If yeah, if you watch the uh, uh, yeah. telecast from 2015, they gave him a pack of cards, and he was like blown away. He was like, "Wow, thank you so much." These are actually really really cool. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, pr- I'm probably gonna cut to like close-ups of these things, but these are amazing. Yeah, I love these. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. These are really cool. Yeah, no problem. I knew you'd like them. I liked them. Oh, I, I took a chance and I bought some, and I was like, man, those look really nice. But yeah, I mean, they're legit playing cards. You could play whatever you want: solitaire, poker, Ooh. whatever. The queen, Ray, on there with her staff. That's pretty. cool. There's also a Leia in there too. There's a Leia in here. Yes, there's oh, a man. Leia, Palpatine, Kylo Ren. There's uh, there's a Lando. There's a Solo. 
This is this is uh, pretty great, man. Yeah, the Jokers are BB-8 and Dio. <laughs> All right, awesome. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, Thank no you problem. so much. All right, so on to this week's episode of the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. I know there's a lot happened. A lot happened since we've we've spoken, so I guess we can uh, just yeah. get right into it. A whole lot. So tomorrow, we know for sure that Project Luminous is going to be dropped. Uh, maybe a little bit or maybe a lot of details might happen on social and you know what it's about, right? Well, we all figure it's High <laughs> Republic stuff. Yeah. And I haven't seen or heard from any sources saying exactly what it is. But everyone's kind of in agreement. It's High Republic stuff. And 400 years before The Phantom mm-hmm. Menace. And apparently there's going to be just a huge concentration on that time period yeah. between the movies, maybe TV show books comics and with all of our favorite authors charles soul claudia gray mm-hmm. k1 scott um, it's, it's a big deal and that we kind of have an idea what it's about but we still actually don't really know what it's going to be about mm-hmm. so tomorrow's an exciting day and look for coverage we'll we're gonna we'll put something out probably as soon as we find out what it is because right now at recording we don't know what it is yet still yeah <laughs> so. yeah but it should be, yeah, it and should it's be weird fun. that the Star Wars this week in Star Wars, the show that kind of replaced the Star Wars show as mm-hmm. a weekly show. The the host like mentions it really quick that we're gonna find out on social Monday night, and see no one picked up on that, and no one really talked about it until like today. Uh, that affiliate from ABC mm-hmm. he tweeted out, "We're getting details for sure tomorrow night, Monday." Tomorrow night. Well, why, yeah, why, Monday in the, night. why in the evening though? That's a, why not in the day? Anyways, yeah, I don't know. Don't we know. don't know why Lucas But it sounds like they made their decision on what the future what the what the near future is gonna be for mm-hmm. Star Wars. Yep. And it looks like it's High Republic. Alright. Yeah, it'd well, be it'd be crazy if it's something else. It would it would be pleasantly surprising yeah. if it's something else. I'm just gonna but keep I, my I'd be fine with High Republic. Open. I'm just gonna yeah. keep my I'm just gonna keep my mind open to like what they're gonna announce. Because who yeah. knows? Who who knows? Alright, so what what else But uh, see the good thing oh, is oh, it oh, sounds oh. like they have a plan. It yeah, it sounds, sounds like, like they. Yeah, and we'll get into that in a second. I have something to talk about later. But anyways, on to the next, the next set of news. He has, he has a phone over here that's just like has a ton of notes on it. So, <laughs> so here we go. What else we got? So, Clone Wars dropped. Clone Wars dropped this last Friday. It's Disney Plus, beautiful season seven, mm-hmm. episode one. It's considered a Disney Plus original. Yep. <laughs> now it is. And yeah, and the first episode. Is called the Bad Batch, mm-hmm. and apparently, we were able to see a lot of the episode yeah. before it even came out. That was yeah at celebration yeah. during the uh, the panel. They mm-hmm. showed a big chunk of that, and I, the only the only clip that I saw was I because like from where I was sitting because everyone was trying to watch it. Unfortunately, we couldn't get into mm-hmm. that that panel, but everyone uh, it was so crowded that I can only see like half the screen. Uh, at celebration because I was up on the on the roof eating because I was hungry at the time, so I was able to see the screen and I just saw a little bit of that battle that they have there in the in the thing. But that was pretty much yeah. what they showed us almost a year ago at celebration was this battle uh, with the bad batch and we had no idea who they were or anything. And it was exciting then, and it was even more exciting with the context of what was happening in the show. Mm-hmm. And it was did you like it? Did you like the episode? Yeah, I really liked it. I, I watched it in the evening, and uh, Colin texted us and he's like. I just got home. I'm about to watch it. I'm like, I've watched it before you. <laughs> yeah, that was um. I, yeah, my my Disney Plus tradition started again, where I 
get my coffee. I put my <laughs> recliner right up in front of the yeah. TV, and I get my dog. Put my dog right here, like, all right, we're gonna do this, and I, you know, I watched it. And it was it was cool, man. It was it was a great episode. Yeah, I, I thought remember. it was really good. I really liked the the whole like ensemble that they yes. had. Um, we talked about it on the phone a little bit. They got the tank, the tech guy, yep. the sniper, the, the 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 calm, the yeah, the calm, cool, collect guy, yeah. and it's just these assortment of characters who are just being introduced <laughs> into Star Wars, and it's it's really cool. It's so yeah. cool. And if you haven't seen it, uh, you kind of need to watch. There's a few episodes you need to watch before you see this one. Um, but uh, other than that, there, there really isn't like mind blowing, mind blowing. But I would recommend watching Clone Wars before you see the new season. Yeah. But that's just me. It was it was great. It was awesome. And it seemed like the whole band was back together. It, when you saw the credits, it was like D. Bradley Baker. Yeah, they're all yeah. everyone's. Yeah, it's it's gonna be great, man. And yeah. it's gonna go until like May. Like we're gonna see all this until like May, I believe. Yeah, and apparently it seems like it's gonna continue through on episode three. Really? Yeah. Did you not know that? I did not know that. No. So. There's a scene that they released where it's Mace Windu mm-hmm. saying a line directly from Revenge of the Sith. And Dave Filoni was asked about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, he was like coy as, as he normally is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, Mace Windu doesn't repeat himself. Oh, my gosh. So that's like a scene from Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, yeah there's, because he says, I sense a plot to dis- destroy the Sith. Destroy the Jedi. Des- I'm sorry, yeah. Destroy the Jedi. <laughs> Because I remember seeing that clip, and yeah. I was just like, "Oh, they're they're gonna repeat it again." He felt it again, but no, it looks like we're gonna be seeing stuff from Revenge. Apparently, of the Sith. yeah. And then plus they showed they showed the clip of Padme already pregnant, you know, looking at Anakin. So there's we have no idea what they're gonna do with this thing. They they everybody they told us before this is gonna lead directly into Revenge of the Sith, yeah. but now I'm thinking they didn't tell us exactly how much into Revenge of the Sith it was going to lead us into. Right, you know? So, right. again, they weren't lying to us. It was just they, they had a funny way with their words and everything. So, I don't know, man. It makes it a whole lot more intriguing, I think. I think, yeah, if they start to if they start to interweave like their story into Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just going to make this so much better. I mean, that's so much better, but it's going to make it so much more like, oh, my gosh, like this was all going on behind the scenes and everything. And, and who knows if... Okay, we've always wanted the whole, like, from a certain point of view, like, mm-hmm. other stuff that's happening. Mm-hmm. If yes. this works, they could do it through the whole thing. They could be yes. like, this story was going on during yes. A New Hope. Oh, my God. Anyways. Anyways, I just yeah. got really excited there. So, And I don't think anyone's ever talked about that. I've seen a lot of videos. I've heard a lot of podcasts. No one's ever talked about the concept of other main characters for a movie or TV series that are living through the events of the film. Yes. And then we get to see the films through their point of view and kind of be in that same space. Mm-hmm. Kind of goes against the people that want like new stuff and like want to get <laughs> yeah, away. I give but you that. I mean, I love that idea so much because I still think there's a whole lot to mine mm-hmm. from the OT, the sequels and the prequels. Yeah. There's so much you can, you can do, man, there's so much in the, in the world of star Wars that, you can have a whole season dedicated to the what was going on behind the scenes of A New Hope, like, and what was going on in Empire Strikes yeah. Back. I mean, there's there's so much out there that can be used. And what I'm hoping they do, because if you haven't read from a certain point of view, read it. Or if you want to listen on Audible, 
listen to it. Um, a certain point of view did something amazing, and what I'm hoping they do is they do all the other films as well, like they do Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. from a certain point of view, Return of the Jedi, and just show all the other side stories that were going on right there with the other stories. It's so cool. Yeah. But anyways, but yeah, Clone Wars was great, and then now we just got to wait to see how they're going to intertwine it into Revenge of the Sith, because it looks like they will, but how they do it and how much they do it, we don't know yet at this point, so it's got to be exciting. Yeah, I have confidence in Filoni. Oh, yeah. What else we got? So yeah, the Hasbro Toy Fair, or actually the the New York Toy Fair happened, and Hasbro had a big presentation, Mm -hmm. and they unleashed all the Baby Yoda child asset merch upon the world and it's a lot it's a whole lot of stuff there's um a figure that's going to go for 59.99 available in the fall you can pre-order it now but it like coos and like a baby <laughs> yeah, I just think, just like the character i think they showed a video of it and like i let my, yeah. my wife see it and she was like that's just a little too creepy now like, it's, <laughs> it's cute but know. then when you see it like there you're like that's kind of weird now yeah there's know? there's yeah i can use the force it, its ears go down yes yes and i guess the eyes close yeah and a little like, his little hand goes up he does a yeah, little yeah, yeah. baby hand thing <laughs> And he comes with uh, the uh, Mythosaur Mandalorian medallion mm-hmm. that he gets at, uh, I guess, spoilers for the Mandalorian. Yeah, if you ever seen Mandalorian, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where we're watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, that's coming out. That act, it's, I guess it's like a foot tall or yeah, so. Yeah, it's not a full size. Yeah. It's not like the full size one, but it's a pretty. It's not like the sideshow 16 inch. It's a pretty decent size yeah. one, though. I, I, yeah. So Baby Yoda Operation oh is coming gosh. out. I mean, Operation <laughs> can be used toward anything. Yeah. Like you, any, yeah, anyways. And I believe Trouble as well, mm-hmm. board games. Oh my gosh. Um, but the other interesting thing that was released this was, was. This was weird. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. the Black Series Darth Revan Force FX Elite Lightsaber. So, and then, okay, so if you don't remember, okay, during, like, our review of The Rise of Skywalker, while we were recording, you told us, hey, it just broke, Revan is now canon Mm -hmm. in Star Wars. They just made Revan canon. I don't know how, I guess they just spoke it into his existence and said Revan's now canon, because he's not in any of the new books, he's not in any of the uh, the movies, obviously. Visual Dictionary. But the visual, was it the Visual Uh, Dictionary? Yeah, I think he's in there. Okay. That's why it's canon. Okay, so the Visual Dictionary of the Rise of Skywalker, Darth Revan was mentioned. Mm -hmm. And so now Hasbro is releasing... Is it, it's Hasbro, right? Uh, yes. They are it's re- all Hasbro because yeah. it's... Yeah. yeah. They yeah, are now the releasing the lightsaber of mm-hmm. him. And so, it's retailing for $224. Dude, that's expensive. Yeah. I, I think... I don't know. I think we're onto something here. Project Luminous, Darth Red... I don't know. This is all starting to... It's all... All the, all the planets are starting to align right now. And... Because I know they wouldn't just release a lightsaber just to be like, hey, this is a pretty cool lightsaber. They would release one to be like, hey, this is... It's got to be kind of a big deal here pretty soon. So eh. yeah, and this week I posted on our Facebook group. Uh, there's going to be a Lego Razor Crest mm. release, and it looks really awesome. It, looks it comes awesome. with like four figures. I think it's IG Eleven, mm-hmm. Cara Dune, the Mandalorian, and I think Baby Yoda. Right? Yeah. Okay. The child. Sorry. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like it when I say Baby. Yoda. I don't like. When you say it. I, don't, I don't like when anybody says Baby Yoda. But anyways, we'll go from there. All right. Well. <laughs> You're like, well, this whole thing is about Baby Yoda, so I can't talk about it. All my notes say Baby Yoda, so... <laughs> so what else? So tough, James. Uh, yeah, you can pre-order all the stuff, mm-hmm. but it's going to come out later on this... I think this next month, You, it'll actually appear on store shelves. Mm. So various items from The Mandalorian. 
And didn't you say the tops action, like the tops version of the the child, like sold out faster than anything else they've ever made, right? Didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That, so yeah, if you go to tops, they're not a sponsor <laughs> yet. But, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah <laughs> I think it's tops.com. Yeah. You can buy like cards of mm-hmm. Baby Yoda, the asset. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna keep on calling him that. Okay. okay well, anyways, okay. Um, the rise of Skywalker. We found out it's gonna hit our homes very very soon yeah sooner yeah. than we thought yes i thought it was going to be like april time frame yeah like usual but it looks like we're getting well I, okay so here's the thing whenever the movie first came out and they announced the um the the, the box set canada had already put march on there mm. on best buys website the canadian best buy website but then after that it was gone like it was taken off so no one no one got to see it so I, I remember reading that article and be like, oh, it's going to be in March, and then it disappears. So I was like, oh, maybe Lucasfilm has another idea. But nope, it was March. Uh, so the digital copy comes out March 17th. Yes. And then the physical Blu-ray and also the 4K editions are coming out in on March 31st. Walmart has the whole nine-set Blu-ray there. Uh, just the Blu-rays, but Best Buy at this time is the only one that's going to have the Blu-ray and the 4K Ultra mm-hmm. HD versions of the movie. All nine films. All nine films are going to be in this box set. And that thing is going for, I think, $249 right now. Thanks. As for special features... a little bit more than the Revenant. Yeah, right? I know, right? As for special features, we have no idea what the special features are going to be. Um, I do. You know what they're going to... I mean, no, no. <laughs> I meant, uh, yeah, on the Rise of oh, Skywalker. For the box set? Yeah, for the box oh, okay. set. Because for the box set... Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to get into the Rise of Skywalker here in a second. But the box set... Uh, if you go to Best Buy right now, look it up. They have a picture of the what it's going to look like. And there's nine... No, wait, there's... How many discs? There's there's nine, like, there's special... There's probably f- going to be ten total, right? Well, no, no, there's nine special feature discs. Really? There's nine Blu-ray discs. For the films. And then there's nine 4K Ultra HD versions of the film. So you're getting... So you're, so you're getting the 4K and the Blu-ray all yes. on... Okay. Which is why, like I said, Walmart's just going to do the Blu-ray while Best Buy's going to do the 4K uh. one. But they all do come with the uh, digital download uh, code as well. So, mm-hmm. and we're not. And so this is where it got kind of weird because Disney's not going to release the Rise of Skywalker on Disney Plus until the summer, is what some of the reports are saying. It's not confirmed yet. It's not. No one's really saying, but a lot of the uh, insiders are saying it's going to be in the summer when. Rise of Skywalker comes out on Disney Plus, which doesn't really make any sense, in my opinion, because they don't have to pay off anybody to show it. They can just put it on whenever they want, but they're holding it. Don't know why, but... Well, they're holding it so we can buy the digital copy and buy the Yay. physical media. That's why they're holding it. I know, but, but... still, that's not even a long time. People that wait for stuff to get on video yeah, or... True now to get on streaming they don't mm-hmm. have to wait that long yeah true. it's gonna come like that yeah I mean, it's gonna be there in the summer they're yeah. saying um so that's gonna be pretty cool all nine movies will be there but special features for the rise of skywalker are gonna be pretty cool actually and i gotta find them. oh sorry <laughs> yeah i wasn't ready for that you're welcome but the interesting thing is the 4k at um i know at best buy is gonna have the imax poster art of yes. poe dameron and the orange X-Wing facing the final Facing order. the whole, yeah, yeah, Star yeah. Star that's pretty cool. And the thing I actually learned today was there's going to be a steel book that has Kylo Ren in like an action stance. Mm-hmm. And he has his red saber ignited and he's like in a blue and red like 
water and fire Ooh, motif nice, thing on nice. the front. So yeah, I mean that, that looks pretty cool. There's for, gonna be a lot of collector's stuff. Yeah, for, a lot of people collect steel books. Yeah, I know somebody who said like they they have all the movies in steel book. Oh, and that's another thing. Uh, before we go on, all the movies will also be released. Um, Rogue One included, except for Solo, are all gonna also have a 4K release themselves. Uh, like the the individual movies are gonna be released in 4K themselves. Hmm. So that's also gonna happen on March 31st, I believe. Because right now all they have is a Blu-ray, like. Yeah. yeah, Disney. The Disney Restoration Blu-ray is available right now for you to buy, but then in March they're going to have the 4K Restoration uh, available for everybody. But anyways, but if you want to watch it in 4K right now, you can, you can just go to Disney yeah, Plus. Disney yeah. Plus has them all in 4K right now, which is pretty great. So, yeah, the scenes, uh, the bonus features uh, for the Rise of Skywalker. Um, Taking a look here. Uh, bonus features also dig into the film's Pasana desert scenes, including the thrilling land spear chase and the ship in which Ray discovers family secrets, as well as a new little droid named Dio. Plus, fans will hear from Warwick Davis, who reprises his role as Wicket the Ewok, mm. as well as the creature effects that created a record 584 creatures and droids for the film. Digital consumers, however, will receive an exclusive feature highlighting legendary composer John Williams who has scored every episode in the Skywalker saga. That's exciting for me. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. So, yeah, it looks like it's got to be really cool. Like we said, March uh, 17th and March 31st. Yep. And you can pre-order the digital copy now uh, on iTunes or Amazon. Like Anywhere you buy your movies, you can pre-order the movie right now. And I think Joseph said, or maybe you even said, like you pre-ordered it right after the movie came out yeah uh, i just yeah. didn't tell anyone <laughs> yeah she knows how to but uh, but yeah so that's really exciting to to get and so yeah we have a date so that's pretty great yeah yeah what else we got uh there was a special screening at lucasfilm for uh the empire strikes back special edition and it's fully restored glory mm. uh kind of i think i think it was the same day that it was released back in 1997 in theaters. Oh, okay. So okay. that's why they kind of did it. But yep. it is this year is the 40th anniversary year for that film, The Empire Strikes Back. And if you're going to Celebration, if you saw some of the merch already, they have uh, 40th uh, anniversary Empire Strikes Back shirts already like for sale for you. So that... Yeah, they also have action figures, too. They showed those at the New York. Oh, oh man. So, yeah. so are they, are they going to do the whole like Darth Maul and... Um... Obi-Wan Kenobi thing at this celebration where they're going to have like these exclusive figures in these boxes? Uh, uh, maybe, but these figures I saw are going to be like wide release. They have oh, okay. like the 40th logo on them, mm. and I think they're all like Empire characters. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, they got the Yoda with the snake. Mm. It's all like retro type yeah. of style figures. That's awesome. <laughs> and they're going to look kind of like this, like the one that I have right there, the Leia, because like, that was that I got that one at a. Uh, the 40th anniversary. Oh, yeah. Of, uh, they're, yeah. yeah, they're pretty much going to look like that. Yeah. yeah, I love that thing yeah. so much. But anyways. Okay. Can you see it? Yeah. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's right there. It's right there. We promise. But anyways. So, yeah. What else you got? So, this past Thursday, I believe, on the Facebook group, I posted a video for the virtual production of the Mandalorian Dude, YouTube video. This blew my mind. Yeah. It like, looks incredible. We all had an idea of how they did it, but then to really see how they did it was yeah. even more mind-blowing than... And you made the comment. You said, that's why nothing leaked on the Mandalorian. Yeah. Because they didn't film it anywhere but on a set. Like, yeah. I don't know. Just a, a, the vault. They call it the volume. They filmed it there. Yeah. 
It's it's insane. They used it was like movie video game like technology. Yeah, Unreal Engine. And it was one of these things that I think if you go all the way back to um, I know we're gonna go old school like Beowulf, Robert Zemeckis when he created Beowulf, he was the first person I ever saw pick up a camera and then move it around the virtual space. And the, the image itself was moving with him. Well, Peter Jackson did that on like, Lord of the Rings. Is it, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like for the troll sequence. Yes, yeah. and it was it was like but he did it for the whole movie. Yeah, for the whole yeah, yeah. For, yeah. So, and I never seen that before. That for me blew my mind. Yeah. I was like, how is this even happening? And all these years later, like we said, Peter Jackson used it. He also used it for the Hobbit. James Cameron used it for Avatar. And it just it it, it was insane that it took the Mandalorian to realize like, what if we just did a whole show with this technology and it's insane like they the way they filmed it the way the the projection like system works i, I can't even fathom how they did that so yeah and, over 50 percent of the mandalorian season one was filmed using this groundbreaking technology that's crazy that's in, that's yeah and you know it, it goes back to when i first saw in rogue one when they built that giant screen for them there and that was really cool and then even in uh uh, we talked about in solo whenever they go into hyper hyperspace like that's all in camera that's not a digital a blue screen and in you front can see of them. It in the video yeah. yeah and now and now they're doing that with the mandalorian yeah. yeah now these guys are walking and the way the light is hitting them and it, it, it's mind blowing it's yeah. mind blowing how they're doing it it's incredible i mean it it changes the game but as of right now i think it's just way too expensive for yes. standard mm-hmm. studio houses to utilize that and of course they're probably booked with all disney projects right now oh yeah it's pretty much a disney's thing <laughs> so yeah he, i mean he used john favreau used it for he used the lion it, king he used it for like he used yeah. a little bit of it in jungle book yeah. and then uh lion king and then now it was like this like now the it, it seems insane now because it just feels like television shows and big visual effects things mm-hmm. are going to get so much easier if you may to do because you don't need to have this like giant green screen and blah, 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 blah. Now you just have the actors there and the projection is so good that you don't even need to digitally enhance it. It's already there. Like they showed a shot. And if you watch, go on the the, the Facebook page and click on it, there's a shot of these three guys standing there and the wall behind them is the normal wall. And then you just see it uh, render into what they were going to make. And the wall became a brick wall and it looked like, it looked like a brick wall. And it looked like it was computerized or anything. And I'm like, dude, Dude, this is beautiful. So yeah, yeah. It, I got a lot of tech specs here. Actually, yeah, yeah. Are we gonna um, understand this or? Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. Yeah, yeah. What you got? Uh, the Mandalorian performed an immersive and massive twenty foot high by two hundred seventy degree semicircular LED video wall in Sydney with a seventy five foot diameter performance space. Hmm. And practical set pieces were combined with digital extensions on this on the screen. So you can see in the video where half of the razor crest is there. Yeah. Just the bottom half. So yes. they could get like lighting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um just reference. And then the rest of it they would digitally then just Right, yeah. right. And the blurgs were like the top half. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I remember Gina Carano talking about riding one the first day and you could see it it's almost like a mechanical bull style yeah. setup. <laughs> and yeah, we see um Quill on one, we see uh, Gina Carano on one, of course the Mandalorian rode one, but yeah, it's it's an incredible thing. I mean, all I have to do is shoot them from the knees up on the blur, yeah, in the volume, and then they got the shot, they got what they need, and then and then while they're doing that, the background is moving, so it's it's old yes. school 
it's old school technology, but with like modernized technology. So back in the days, you know, when you have these the westerns and these guys were riding in front of a a projection screen, or they're driving in front of a projection screen, it looked really terrible. But now you can make it look as if they are really out in the middle of the desert doing this thing. Yeah, digital 3D environments created by ILM played back interactively on the LED walls, edited in real time during the shoot, which allowed for pixel-accurate tracking and perspective-correct 3D imagery rendered at high resolution via systems powered by NVIDIA GPUs. That's insane. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible what we're at at this point. Mm-hmm. From the prequels all green screen, yep. all blue screen, to now actually showing what's in camera and yeah there's a shot yeah. of them in the cockpit and they're it's during that dogfight sequence and you can he's you know pedro pascal is he's in there and he can see what's going on while right. he's while they're filming and they can actually put the camera behind him and record it in camera instead of having to digitally add in something later it's beautiful yeah and it, i'm glad star wars did something kind of my you no know, groundbreaking again yeah, you know what i mean it's like the it's, tradition of star wars to lead the way yep. lead the movie industry into... this is the way oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding yeah the technology is just incredible um, at the very end of the video though it shows all the logos for all the technology they're using yeah it's uh, uh, Golem Creations Fuse Lux I'm not sure if it's Machina or Machina oh, <laughs> Profile yeah. Studios A R R I with ILM stagecraft. Now we talked about stagecraft in the past, mm-hmm. and I didn't know it was a slang term or something official, but yeah, it's something official. It's like a, a thing, thing, and it yeah. has its like little like S logo. That's mm-hmm. like it looks like it's like three dimensional, like tiles or something. And of course, they're using the Unreal Engine, which is used on video, very yeah. popular video games today. Um, yeah, that's amazing. That is freaking awesome. Like yeah, when like I said when I saw the because we had always heard that they did something groundbreaking but we were like eh, how do you get it how you get to do something groundbreaking with a with a with a television show but then when seeing all of that image and it was like i was like how did how did they even think about that like how did they, how did that work so well like they showed that shot of um of him in the canyon fighting those two um those two bounty hunters mm-hmm. and like they were like yeah so he's here and the they yeah the Trandoshans uh, fight sequence so he's here there's an everything behind him is not there. It's literally the wall That's is incredible. The wall was like five feet away from them because it just looked like they went on location, yeah, the Grand Canyon or something. And they no, none of that was there. Yeah, yeah. none of it was that's there. That's why nothing leaked. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's why nothing. <laughs> nobody leaked anything because nobody they could inside, see yeah. what they were doing. And, and so now it feels like the sky is the limit with with that. And that's why season two of Mandalorian, we're not gonna have any idea what's happening because you got like you got like twelve people. In this in this area, working on this thing, and that's it. Like, there's no there's no uh, set like pictures or anything like that. So, it's 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 just mind blowing. So, what else we got today? So, according to sources, uh oh, here we go, here we go. <laughs> Not my sources, just sources. Sources. Writers J D Dillard from the film Slight and Matt Owens from Luke Cage are closing in to work on a new project. It's not clear, however. If this is a movie for theaters or something for Disney Plus, mm. so this project though is unrelated to the film that Kevin Feige is developing, nor is it related to Ryan Johnson's film trilogy, which apparently he has indicated he'll get around to finally making after completing development on his Knives Out sequel. Yeah. Okay. So, so he's 
So he's saying it's happening. Yeah, I mean, he's always been saying it's happening. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 always been saying like it's. But he's kind of like held off. Yeah, recently. true. Well, I mean, and I, it's like uh, what? <laughs> well, I, I I like to think that maybe he was he's he was getting his knives out out. You know, he got an Oscar nomination for for his script. His out, know, out. Yeah, he got his knives out. You know, out in the open. Yeah. He got his Oscar nomination. He did all the publicity for it. So I think he's just, just focused on that. And then the studio was like, "Hey, we'll let you do your uh, sequel," which he probably was like, "This is great. I could do another." Have, did you see Knives Out? By the way, I haven't gotten to. It's, I was so close several times, but something that always it's, came up. It's great. Oh, you know who's in the movie? Cameo? Not cameo, but you know who's in the movie? Frank Oz. Oh, cool. So you know, like, he was like, hey, you want to be in this movie with me? And he's like, yeah, yeah. of course, you know? Uh, so anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, it was a great film. So yeah, I can see him kind of just, like, I want to... I can see him saying, I want to do this very, very original story that I wrote, and then I can jump into the, mm-hmm. the world of Star Wars and let them let them finish what they did, and now I can jump in later. So I'm okay with him waiting another like three years to do his Star Wars movie. Yeah, but that's just me though. Interesting tidbits here are that Dillard's role is strictly as a writer mm-hmm. on this upcoming project. However, he did direct the 2016 movie Slight, which I just noted, which he also co-wrote, and he is a protege of J.J. Abrams. Ooh, okay. So I guess J.J. got him through the door. The plot thickens. So the Hollywood report. The Hollywood Reporter also notes that he was involved with both The Force Awakens and The Rise of Skywalker in small capacities, hmm. which I have no, I've, I never heard anything about this Yeah, guy. I have no idea, so, yeah. Yeah, so, but Lucasfilm is still, it, they seem like they were very kind of skittish on hiring someone like this. Mm-hmm. They always wanted like. Established JJ JJ Abrams and Ron the Howard, whole yeah. like Lord and Miller situation mm-hmm. kind of gave them pause, but it it seems like this is something that's happening. It's being reported by very reputable sources, and hopefully, after the success of the Mandalorian with Dave Filoni and mm-hmm. Favreau's pretty big, but yeah, he's already he's Favreau. Filoni, Deborah Chow, yeah, Rick Famuyiwa. And Taika Waititi, all of that apparently was very, very smooth. So, Ooh, nice, nice. So now nice. it's it's. I think it's time for Star Wars to do stuff like this, like mm-hmm. hire people that aren't like superstar directors and well-known names. Well, I mean that all goes back to like kind of what George Lucas did with. I mean, Irving Kirshner was the biggest thing out of USC at that point, but not many people knew him. And I don't then think. So well, no, no. He what, like not many people knew I mean, him. He was just a well. I mean, a lot of people knew him, but he was just a teacher. Well, I mean, his. I mean, like right? at, at USC, he was the only celebrity who went to actually make a movie. Like all the the students who came into USC during that time, the seventies. It was like what movies did he make? It, I don't. It was like television and like a couple of like oh, little okay. movies. Oh, okay. But what I'm saying is now, you know, USC's like it produced this guy, this guy, this guy. At the time, Irving Kirshner was it. So. It was it was really cool that George Lucas you know brought him in to do that. And even Richard Marquand, who had only done a couple of movies, and he you know doesn't Return of the Jedi. So I I I love that they're gonna. I want them to do this. I want them to go to this this new generation and be like, what do you have to offer with Star Wars? And we almost got that with Lord Miller. We almost did. Oh, we got Spider Verse. I mean, we got Spider Verse, <laughs> which was amazing. Yeah, that was incredible. That was an awesome movie. And so now it looks like Lucasfilm is maybe like, okay, we can we can do this. We can try this again. So we'll see what they do there. 
What, what's that one with Deadline? So adding on to all this, okay? Uh-oh. So there was uh, someone on the Facebook group asked if this was legit, the story, a film, or a Disney Plus about Exegol. Oh, yeah, a, yeah. Which is a planet in, that we got introduced to in The Rise of Skywalker. So apparently it's just kind of a misunderstanding because the person who kind of alluded to Exegol said he was making a joke. Mm. And Deadline ran with it and said, yeah, they're doing an Exegol movie. Oh, my gosh. But apparently, no, the, the, the source was actually a joke, so there's no Exegol so thing happening. You heard it here from the Star Wars Stuff podcast. The Exegol movie is not going to happen. Yeah. Unless, that, unless that we know this of. film is like, wait a minute, Exegol? People are talking yeah, about people this. People are talking about this? <laughs> they, they think this is really interesting? Well, okay, we'll go with it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyways, so yeah, as of right now, we know the release dates for the next films are December 16, 2022, December 20th, 2024, and December 18th, 2026. It, it blows my mind knowing we know the release dates, but we have no idea what the movie's going to be about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this, yeah. and it blows my mind that they're happening you know, because of how, what's been going on with other Star Wars, you know, things as well. And the fact that this is happening still just blows me away that we have these dates, but no idea what these movies are going to be about or who's going to be making them. So yeah. it's exciting. But they all know. They all know. They, it seems like they all got a pretty like. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm a hundred percent convinced. Plan. They have an idea. Yeah. They know what's happening. They probably have the scripts written, but they're just making sure no one it doesn't leak. They don't want anybody to know what they're planning. Yeah, and and, they've done a pretty decent job, other than that huge leak. Yeah, <laughs> that says kind of pretty much what it is. Yeah, but then again, we don't know until Monday night. So we'll see. So, Monday night, nine o'clock our time. Our time. That's yeah, Central Time. So yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna tell everybody at work. Hey guys, just let me leave me alone. I'll be right back. <laughs> let me just go yeah. see what this is. Yeah. So apparently, a big kind of like rumor hit last week, or was it the week before? About Sasha Banks. If you know who Sasha Banks is, she's the purple-haired wrestler in WWE, <laughs> and she's actually the first cousin to Snoop Dogg. I think that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, she's she's a really big star in the wrestling world, and there's a rumor out there that. That a podcast for wrestling dropped that yeah she's already shot scenes for the Mandalorian season two. Oh my! Gosh. And apparently the timelines work out because I mean she was not wrestling for that time that they think that she shot. Oh okay. She was injured so she couldn't wrestle. She skipped the Royal Rumble and the timeline apparently does work. It works. So, but who would she play though? Who do you think I she mean, would play? I mean, another Mandalorian, someone with the helmet. Or maybe like a Twi'lek. I mean, we saw, you know, I don't know. She can play anybody. She, <laughs> yeah, can, she can play anybody. She, she can literally play any person. Like, she can come in for a second and then, you know, leave. Or she can come in for a couple episodes and leave. You know what I mean? Like, like the, the woman, uh, I forgot what her name was, who was the in the village, you know. Like, her, she had that one scene. Julia Jones, I think. Yeah. She had that one episode. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. But that was it. You know what I'm saying? So she could yeah. maybe play one of those people yeah. that would, for all we know. But that's, that's exciting. I mean, we won't know that until, like probably the episode it comes out you know and the thing about this rumor it kind of gives you pause because she would be the first person to achieve this because she's never acted in anything Mm -hmm. before anything she's only been in wwe which is a level of acting yeah but usually when someone goes from a sport to star wars they've usually done something and had some type of acting career yeah and she's done absolutely nothing. nothing so it's like it, does she have some type of in does she know someone <laughs> it's like how did she get to that point usually you get like 
pay her dues in yeah. some sort of way. Yeah, we'll see. But maybe she just like blew him away in like a secret casting call. Or yeah, something. maybe she was like, "I'm a big Star yeah. Wars fan. I got to be in this thing," yeah. you know. So, hey. and there's other like sports athletes that are Star Wars fans. Yeah. That are not in the movies whatsoever. I know Brooke Lopez. Do you know who that is? No, I don't. He's got an identical twin. <laughs> They're both like seven foot and above. That's disgusting. And they, they've they like said that they wanted to be Wookiees and they never got cast. Damn. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tall person not yeah. to put as a Wookiee is all yeah. I'm saying. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, apparently there's so many people on the planet now. It's like... Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. But yeah, Jonas did play basketball. Yeah, so Jonas Maybe they got that idea. I don't know. <laughs> So. He was their inspiration. Yep, that's pretty much all I got. Well, okay, so that was the news. So I, <laughs> I um, we're gonna say so. So this week uh, or last week, I should say, um, the full script of Colin Trevorrow's episode nine, Duel of the Fates, leaked. The whole script leaked, and at first, people were like, "Is it legit?" And it was. It was a legit script, and so I actually read the whole thing because I wanted to know what was going on in. Well, the whole the whole thing, obviously, because we did a whole breakdown of Duel of Fates, which was actually based off of someone else who had read the script. So we actually didn't have the firsthand knowledge of what was going on. So I was like, I want to, I want to, I want to read this thing. So I read it, and as y'all re- recall at the time, I said, I'm glad we got Rise of Skywalker. I prefer Rise of Skywalker, but after reading the script, I don't know anymore. I've never been so conflicted about something in my entire life. All right, because the, the script of Duel of the Fates, written by Colin Trevorrow and Derek Connolly is amazing it's really amazing and uh, you can really tell there was so much more connective stuff from force awakens the last jedi to this one like things that were that were really really mentioned in the earlier films that were actually in this one okay so i don't know if y'all remember this but everyone was talking about uh raylo like raylo's the that was a big thing and i said i think her and poe are gonna be something based off that look at the last jedi that was in the script. It was supposed to be Ray and Poe were supposed to have a, like a connection, and there were supposed to be like a mo- moments between the two of them and everything. And it was really like I was like, oh my gosh, I called that. That was supposed to happen, but they didn't do it. Why? Do, why do you think they didn't do that in the Rise of Skywalker? Because the fans were the fans really wanted the Raylo thing to work out, or or what? <laughs> well, I mean, who I, knows? Well, I mean, Kathleen Kennedy calls all the shots. Mm-hmm. So it was her decision to not use Trevorrow mm-hmm. and his script. And it felt like when that script came out, that was like two weeks before Carrie Fisher passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the there's day. a lot of General Leia stuff in there. There's a ton of stuff in there, yeah. So unfortunately, I mean, all the way around, it's not a good situation. I mean, we lose Carrie Fisher. But for Colin Trevorrow, he had to pivot along with Connolly. And they couldn't pivot well enough for, I guess, Kathleen Kennedy's liking. Yeah. And she just said, this isn't going to work. And she went back to JJ. Well, one of, the, one of the things that was in the movie that was also in, in The Rise of Skywalker was, was Leia reaching out to Kylo Ren and saying his, his name, Ben. That also happened in The Rise of Skywalker. And that was a big, it's a huge moment in The Rise of Skywalker and is an even bigger moment in Duel of the Fates. And... Uh, General Leia's job during the big final battle at the end of the movie was going to be her in the chair, just like Admiral Akbar was, and that she was going to be re- like kind of wheeled wheeled around in the chair, conducting the entire battle below, and that was going to be really cool. And then um, you remember, so 
uh, Joseph read uh, uh, what was that last shot with uh, with Lando and Han Solo when they were younger was it last yeah, shot I believe it was Daniel Jose Alder yeah. that wrote it yeah. yes um, so in that script they I mean in that book they mentioned that Lando was in charge of all the smugglers he was in charge of like the smugglers guild if right. you may that comes in big in the right in the duel of the fates like that's a huge plot point so you can tell that even a couple of years ago they had this idea of what nine was supposed to be and even the the uh the show resistance uh the colossus is actually a ship it's not a it's not a base it's a ship and they actually launch it up into space same thing in duel of the fates one of the one of the buildings was actually a ship that they launch into space so again you can tell that there was this idea there was this plan and they were throwing all these hints and all these other little pieces of what the duel of the fates was supposed to be and then it didn't happen so therefore when you get the rise of skywalker there's some stuff that you're just like oh okay that just kind of came out of nowhere but it's still cool and the reason is is because they were it seemed like the story group and everybody was ready for what they thought nine was going to be. Mm-hmm. And it didn't end up being what they thought it was going to be. And the big one is of course, Palpatine's nowhere in duel of the fates. Kylo Ren's the main villain. And I don't know. And then what happens? The big reveal was he killed her, her parents. Mm-hmm. That was huge. And I think that would have had a bigger impact than what we got. I mean, mind you, like I said, I like the rise of Skywalker, but it feels, it makes more sense that way than it does who she is you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. i don't know it it, it just blew my mind reading that script because there's so many things in there that were just and here's the one part that i know you would have lost your mind at Mm -hmm. so r2d2 has the um he has certain coordinates in his head and they're like how did you get the coordinates where did where did r2 get these coordinates from and he starts to bleep and then c3po says i told you never to like he says, you, you can't honestly say it was the central computer that gave you all that information. <laughs> so in Cloud City, the central computer was going to pay off again in episode uh, nine. You were going to see R2-D2 was be like, yeah, when I hooked into that, I got all this other stuff, too, that I've been uh, holding on to. So that they would have tied that to Empire Strikes Back, which would have been amazing. Uh, okay. Who has, and then I'll get back to that in a second. Who has Mace Windu's lightsaber? Hux. Hux has Mace Windu's lightsaber, and he keeps it on a mantle as a remnant of what happened to the Jedi. And at the end of the movie, because of his defeat and his shame, he takes and he kills himself with Mace Windu's purple lightsaber. That was supposed to happen in Duel of the Fates. Wow. That is amazing. Because we all wonder what... Okay, so Mace Windu flies off, and then he gets... But no, like... There, there probably was going to be a whole story of how Hux got the lightsaber. Oh, and another thing, Maz is nowhere in Duel of the Fates. Hmm. Maz never came in, and they were never going to explain the lightsaber in Duel of the Fates. So, eh, I would have been a little, I was still a little disappointed about that because I thought for sure reading the script, I was going to get the name of, or I was going to get the what happened to the hmm. lightsaber. And so, okay, so R two D two has to, in the battle has to give them the coordinates and it's almost just like in return of the jedi where the 3po and r2 have to get to this spot r2 gets like blown up like r2 gets destroyed pretty much and 3po sitting there like freaking out like oh my gosh like he's gone is and like the light is is not there anymore and so i think they and it's this really heartbreaking moment but the battle's still going on and they say bb8 can you get his memory out and BB-8 goes in there and kind of does a little like sad beep, then reaches in and pulls out his memory, puts it in his, mm-hmm. and then he's able to go and he saves it. It's freaking cool, right? It was freaking amazing. And they did something in this movie 
which would have paid off from the last Jedi where the, this ship, which has the empire's like home base launches up out of Coruscant and Rose. Oh, that other thing, yeah, Rose had a huge, huge part. I mean, Rose was so big in this thing that it's, it's kind of disappointing that nothing that they didn't do this. Rose messed with the uh, coordinates and shoots that space station, this huge space station into a planet or like into a moon and it explodes and like it's it's like the biggest explosion like if people from space on the ground other planets like look up and they just see this <laughs> huge explosion wow. and like what it said was you know they lost the star wars like that was what they in the script that's what they said like the star wars were over pretty much i was like that would have been a cool 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 image so r2d2 wow. is still messed up but the droid, of course, builders like we can fix him. We can fix him. So they start to fix him, and they have this like moment where he's done, and then they hand the memory to Leia. And what does Leia do? She leans down and sticks his memory back into him, mm. just like she does in A New Hope with the card. I mean, that's that would have brought it full circle. And then his memory comes back. His head like wakes up, and then in front of them, they start to he starts to project parts of the movies we've seen oh that would have been so good that would have been just the greatest thing in all the star wars because he has it all he yeah. still had it all yeah and so he would have been projecting stuff from all the movies from one all the way until right then and there and leia and everybody would have just stood back and just watched like oh my gosh and this ties into from a certain point of view where the yeah. droid was going to wipe his memory mm -hmm. because of all that stuff and he said no i'm going to keep it here so they planted that seed in that book so i know we always fight you and i do but they didn't, <laughs> they didn't have a plan but it feels like there was something that was supposed to happen but it didn't happen. And that's, well, yeah, I mean, that was all. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and Trevor, oh, and that's so, what they decided to do. And but. it's like, Oh my gosh. And so little things like that made me just go, Oh, this is really upsetting. Like how yeah. the, all this stuff was there, but they didn't, they couldn't use it for this movie. And Ray is, you know, they have a moment where the whole, it's instead of it being all the Jedi telling her to rise and get up, it's Finn feels her, like on the ground and he's telling her to get up and Poe is flying and he even tells her get up Ray like they all like everybody feels everybody's like we need to get behind her mm -hmm. we don't know how we know but we know that she's in trouble and so they're all telling her to get up and she gets up and it's freaking cool man but they also did do the uh, life essence part uh, Kylo Ren learns how to cheat death from the uh, this I forget what the Torvalum teaches him that power which yeah. is what Sidious wanted to learn which Sidious didn't learn so that whole thing you can tell they tweaked it and they brought it into the Rise of Skywalker with how the life essence and given and in the end of the movie he does give his life for Rey and then he tells her what her last name really is mm -hmm. and his last what his last words to her are what her name is and then he dies and she says you know the light goes out but there, it was a light it wasn't you know he wasn't you know somebody else and it's 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 it was mind-blowing it was it was such a great script and it was such a cool story that we did not get and it makes me a little upset that we didn't get that i would have loved to have seen r2d2 show the whole the whole saga from you know what i mean from his point of view like see the babies born but we're not it's not that angle it's his angle looking at them <laughs> to see you know like 
to see him turn on and look over at Jar Jar and then roll off like that would have, everybody would be like oh my gosh like that's R2 first that's when he first you know wakes up and I don't know so yeah for it to be the last film in a nine film saga you would figure there would be stuff that they pulled from the very beginning to show us somehow and that would have been a perfect vehicle to do that yeah and, and we, I know we've all and even I had a theory that R2-D2 was going to have a big moment mm-hmm. in the movie and R2-D2 was going to have this this moment where he's like I got everything I know every single thing that's happened and it was there they had it but they just didn't they just didn't do they didn't go with the script and so little things like that are, are very upsetting to me and let me see if I can find the script do, do a quick dance nope okay and then um <laughs> But they did do like an otherworldly like kind of thing where she does die and she does see Yoda, Obi Wan, and and Luke, and they are like, "This is it's your choice if you want to stay here, if you want to go back." Uh, and like um, Harry Potter. just like Harry Potter, yeah, yeah. Ray is close to him now; their foreheads touching. He is weakened. This is Kylo Ren after their big fight. He is weakened, spent in the last moments of his life. Solana. Ray is stunned to hear her name, distant like a memory. Your name, last breath, Ray Solana. Those words are Ben's last. Ray watches the light dim in his eyes, but it is the light. Goodbye, Ben, she says. So that was what was supposed to happen to him. And that was how he was going to be, quote unquote, redeemed, if you may. But um, I, like I said, I'm glad the Rise of Skywalker did what it did. But it's just there's so many things to duel the face. That would have been really, really, really cool. But I mean... Maybe someday somebody will make that script. You mean, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? Somebody might do it. Yeah, it's impossible to do because yeah. they need those same actors back. But yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It's just like, man, it's just another one of those things that we're never going to see. And it would have been super cool to like somehow, some way yeah. get that in some form or fashion. I mean, someone could maybe make like an animated thing for mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah, I would watch that. That would, I mean, I talk about it all the time. How these fan films are just mm-hmm. going to get better and better and better until we hit a point where it's indistinguishable from Lucas, what yeah. Lucasfilm releases. So, but for animation, someone could do something really great with that this decade. Yeah, I, I would love to see this. Somebody put this together and get some voice actors together and put this movie together so we can all see yeah. what was supposed to happen at the end of everything. But it did end in a way that I would have been really upset with, which was it, it ended it ended in a way that you you want to see something but it doesn't happen. Poe and Chewie are still looking for Ray and he he now the dice aren't there on on Solo's uh mm-hmm. on his um falcon anymore so he puts the uh, beacon from the last jedi there so he so he's get out looking for her and as he's flying it starts to beep mm-hmm. and so then he's like turn around chewy and that's the last you see of them and then uh finn and rose have a sanctuary for force sensitive kids there and there it cuts to him almost like in the last jedi he's wow. telling the story of a lot of the the star like it, it, it cuts to it in the way that it's like he he he's telling the whole story we've just seen is Finn telling it to these kids, which was a really cool way to kind of think about like since episode one to now Finn has been telling the story, which I would have loved. And then they look like, what's that? And they look on this hill and then there you see Ray coming toward them. And that's where it, that's where it ended with her coming toward the children. So in a way you're like, Oh, she's now going to start teaching this new age of, of kids. What do you think about that? 
I think that's awesome. That's great. <laughs> I mean, we all want Daisy Ridley to come back and mm-hmm. continue as Ray, and I hope it does happen. Yeah, but I don't know. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. We're never going to see Daisy Ridley as Ray ever again. But you don't think? I don't I think. I wouldn't. Say I'm going to say never, man. There's no way. I don't know. And you know what? After reading this script, reading what happens, I can see why Daisy Ridley cried when Trevor was telling her what was happening at the end of the movie. Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh my gosh, like all of it comes together so well at the very end. And what who her character becomes at the very end of it all and how she dies and how she sees Yoda, Luke, and Obi-Wan and the conversation they have. And it's like, geez, man, that was... Yeah. It would have worked. It would have been amazing, but we didn't get it. So that was my little rant. Hope you all weren't too uh, bored with that. But um, what else should we talk about? Is that it for the day? I think that's pretty much <laughs> that's it. That's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. Make sure to follow us on Facebook. Yes. We have a page. We have a group. Follow yeah. us on Instagram. Yeah, Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Follow Twitter. us on Twitter. Um, oh, and also, uh, Star Wars did release the first, uh, not the first chapter, but the first couple of pages of the Rise of Skywalker uh, novel that's going to be coming out here in March. Um, it was really cool. It's told from the point of view of Hux and Pride watching Kylo Ren just destroy all those people at the beginning of the Rise of Skywalker. Um, so, yeah, check look for that book. March, uh, I think it's March 11th that one comes out. Um, so that's going to be pretty, I'm going to buy that like right away. Cause I want to see what that book's like. Um, and we also have a Patreon if you want to help, uh, uh, help us out and get some cool stuff. We're doing commentaries on clone wars and we Mandalorian. And then Joseph's going to have a book review coming out here pretty soon. And you do some just random. Blaster yeah, I'll, stuff. I'll do some random stuff. Called and the random blasters. The random blasters. Yeah, yeah our pa- talk about random stuff. Our Patreon link is right there below. Yeah. So yes, thank you so much for listening and for watching. And may the force be with you always. Pew, pew, pew.